Minister of Basic Education, Anji Mucheha, launched the 2024 school governing body elections campaign, emphasizing the crucial role of active participation in shaping the future of basic education in South Africa. Addressing the media at the Aroni Mamwepa Media Center in Pretoria, the minister highlighted the significance of uh, school governing bodies in driving school success and called upon all stakeholders to engage in the electoral process. Joining us now on the line, we have the chairperson of the Parents Association of KZN, Mr. V. Ghani. Uh, Mr. Ghani, very good morning to you and welcome to Radio Islam International. Uh, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Good morning to you and your listeners. Wa alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa So, this election campaign launched by the minister, what are your thoughts? Look, it's, 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 uh, well, I think she's doing what she needs to do because it's a duty of the minister to launch the campaign. Governing bodies and school governing bodies come into effect every three years. So every three years you have uh, basically national elections around the country where school governing bodies are chosen or at least members are elected onto the school governing body uh, for a duration of three years. So, you know, whoever gets elected now in 2024, the next elections will happen around this time, uh, March, April in 2027. And so, yeah, basically what she just kick-started is the election campaign uh, that, that would happen around the country in the next month. Starting from the 1st of March up until the 31st of March, schools are, um, are obliged, compelled to host elections and elect on to their school governing bodies, members of the community, parents, um, but also within the school population itself. There's also uh, different components that get elected onto the school governing body. And the school governing body, in essence, is, is, is a body that's a statutory body, uh, but also a body that, uh, that uh, has to ensure the functionality of a school. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, there's a debate on that, you know, as to, uh, you know, is it, is, it the, is it the education department, is it the government now putting the responsibility of the function of a school onto a school governing body, or, you know, but, but, but that's what the law is and, and that's how it comes into operation. So, so is it that all school governing bodies have the elections in the same year or is it whoever th- whoever's three-year term has come to an end this year, they have to have the elections? No, 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 no. Everybody, everybody. It's, 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 a, it's like a national election. So if, if you've been in, let's say you've joined the governing body a year ago or two years ago, it doesn't matter. All governing body terms come to an end at the end of this month, basically, or at least when the new elections happen in the next month so it's so it's so it's it's a three-year cycle so um everybody all governing bodies cease to exist within the next month because the moment an election happens the new governing bodies take over the period of three years so um everyone in the entire country would be having and hosting yeah. governing body elections so what's what's your view on the powers of sgbs there are there are arguments both ways there are those who suggest that SGPs don't have enough power and then the, there are those who suggest they have too much power and at times that is used to perpetuate certain prejudices. Uh, it's entirely debatable, right? But uh, look, so there's two things. One is that, and, and I would think that the governing bodies have enough power currently to do the things that they need to do. I'll expand on that in a minute. Um, but you know, there's a new Bella bill that is now being proposed and the mm. way it... It basically that limits certain functions of the governing body, which of course is under 
considerations. So there's lots of people that are, are putting in arguments against certain clauses in the new proposed Bella Bill. But, but that's a different story. Currently, I think the governing bodies have a lot of power. Look, a governing body is responsible for the functionality of a school. And a governing body constitutes different components. So, you know, largely we concentrate on the parents because they are the majority of a governing body that gets elected. But, but also remember your principal of a school is an automatic member of the governing body. Uh, the teachers themselves have representation, so they will also go into the teachers of a school, the educators will also go into an election and they will elect members from their constituency to represent them for the next three years on the governing body. You'll also get the non-educator reps, you know, the people that are in your school, like the clerks and, and the drivers and the security guard and all that. They will also, anybody who's not an educator, belongs to the non-educator component, they will also vote representatives that will sit onto the governing body uh, to represent their concerns. And, 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 and then you also get in the secondary school or a high school, you would also get the learner reps that are, that are elected from the learners themselves who also sit onto the governing body. So the governing body is actually a representation of the entire school population. Of the parents to the to to the mm. department to, and and what they do in the essence, a governing body's uh, responsibility is to manage the funds, to ensure that the enough funds are there to manage the funds, to make sure the infrastructure is there, to make sure the school functions, to make sure that the education and teaching and learning is taking place. So this is a body that is responsible, and if I use have to use one word for the functionality of a school. The school has to what would you say are some of the challenges that the, the, the SGBs face currently? Well, yeah, there's a lots of challenges. I mean, look, there's, there's, I think one of the most important things that I can think of is, or at least, well, there's two, but the first one is resources and finances. What we find, especially in most government schools, is that there's, 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 there's a culture of non-payment of school fee. Okay, and remember that a school has to run on on school fees that are collected from parents, and uh, from, from the children and from the parents that attend the schools. Um, and what happens is that you find that we, you don't get that. So a lot of government schools, a lot of public schools, they'd be lucky if they get 30, 40% of the school fee coming in. Now that's a matter that, that needs to be discussed because it, it's something that, that could allude to either there's high unemployment in this country, the single parenting, there's uh, children on grant or SASA cases. Uh, there's a whole, whole there's child support grants that are happening. So there are all sorts of things that would add in and, and kind of add to the, to, the, to, the, to the issue of the non-payment. And, and we find that very often because affordability is, is, is a problem in this country, especially with the high employment rate. And then you couple that with the fact that we also have uh, the Department of Education. If I speak particularly, I speak about KZN here, hmm. where there's there's not enough funds in terms of the Department of Education. So we have a shortage of educators, and we have a shortage of of, of resources in schools themselves. There are schools that have either been burned or damaged or in some way, and 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 it's difficult because the school itself doesn't have the funds to do it because they don't collect enough school fee. The Department of Education doesn't have enough money to be able to assist these schools to uh, repair and do infrastructure development. So you find that the two major things that happen in our school, it's all related to finances. One is the fact that there is not enough school fee being paid. 
which limits the kind of of, of things and, and limits the kind of services that you can offer in a school. And that coupled with the fact that you have a shortage of educators. If you go to most of these government schools, you find that a number of them have what they call SGB educators. I'm sure yeah. you've heard the term. Yes. And SGB educators means basically that we don't have enough educators that the department has given us. So we have to go and hire these educators. And then we have to pay them. And that payment of their salary is coming out of school fund and school fee. And so you find that you're very limited in what your income is in terms of school fee, but then you have to also pay all these expenses. So a lot mm. of these schools, and you go to most of these government schools, a lot of them actually struggle. And they struggle because of finances and resources. Yeah. Mr. Ghani, shukran for your time and for talking to us on Radio Islam International. We really appreciate it. My pleasure. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum assalamu Chairperson of the Parents Association of KwaZulu-Natal, Mr. V. Ghani, talking to us about the minister launching the 2024 school governing body elections campaign. All school governing bodies have to have the elections before the end uh, of this month. Uh, and uh, he was talking to us about uh, the powers of school governing bodies, SGBs, and also the challenges that they face. Do you serve on an SGB? Are you a parent or a teacher at a school where there's an SGB, a public school? What are your thoughts? You can WhatsApp us on 072-786-1548.